Welcome back to Pass Pod, season two, episode four. Phil, how you doing? I'm very well. Uh, a bit full of cold this morning, so uh, probably sound oh. even more boring and dull than usual. <laughs> nice and monotone. Always. Always. Um, there's, we, we're just talking now. There's not actually much for us to report this week. We have got we have got a guest on. I'd say special guest, but there's a different meaning of special, uh, <laughs> I think, with this guest this week. Um, but Phil, you've got a little bit of a niggle. How are you feeling? Because you didn't train yesterday, I noticed. No, I haven't trained this week. I'm sure I'll be fine uh, come next week. Just, uh, yeah, a bit of a potential hernia going on in the old Gooch region. So uh, giving that a bit of a rest and uh, hoping it goes down. No one wants a Gucci hernia. Um, No. So let's go on to the rugby bit. We don't really want to dwell on last weekend. Um, I thought you were going to say we don't want to dwell on my gooch. (laughs) I think, I don't know, I think some may rather dwell on your gooch than their performance (laughs) from last week, if I'm honest. Um, But sized in a way, try and sum up in uh, one word. I won't sum up in one word because that one word would be very uh, unpleasant. I think basically the game got away from us. early in the second half. And uh don't know, it seemed like we just seemed out of sorts, to be honest. Didn't seem like the normal sort of team uh, structures or, or enthusiasm. It just felt a bit flat. Uh, there's been a lot of change, obviously. We've had quite a lot on. Um, missing Molly and Dougie, which was quite big, I think. So the lads that stepped up did well. But, you know, you, you miss your captain. You're always going to miss your captain. Um, and glad, luckily, Dougie's out of hospital now. And then Molly, you know, Molly's just a he's a freak. Um, <laughs> he just does things that you don't expect from someone at fullback. So, uh, missing those guys is big. I thought the forwards had a relatively good game, especially in the set piece. Mm. Um, they scrummed very well, and, and obviously, we were without Lockie, so Kieran did a great job holding up the tight. And uh, the lineup went 100%, which is the first time we've done that this year. So it was good in those aspects. We just fell off. And, and the worst bit was that we, I, I felt like people kind of lost interest or felt like it was over towards the end, yeah. um, which is not something that we can be doing in this league and, and hopefully we won't see again this season. But we have a weekend off and then you know we get to build up again for, for Sandbach next week. Definitely. It's and uh we don't want to go too much into the negativities of it and what have you, but tr- it, it just shows how key numbers are at training as well, doesn't it? Really? It does. And, and, and you know, we're an amateur rugby club. So if lads have got work on, they've got work on. Um, but I think at the same time, if you buy into the concept of being part of Pavis Rugby Club and being part of the first team and you want to do well, you know, if if you're don't have a genuine reason not to come training, then you probably want to have a look at yourself. <laughs> Absolutely agree, especially at that level. Um, but a week off, lots of people with knocks, which will be useful for them to have a week off. Um, I've heard you lads uh, using it as a bit of a bonding weekend. Yeah, well, like I say, Dougie's come out of hospital after like nine or ten days in hospital, having multiple operations and... Um, the copious amount of drugs. Um, he 
he texted me and a few others, I think, during the week, said, do you think it'd be worthwhile having a few beers on Friday night? So, um, as always, uh, the Sam Hall has been posted as the venue. Um, so, we kind of, if anybody is free or wants to come down and have a drink uh, from any of the senior levels and anyone who's over 18, obviously, um, then we'll be in the Sam Hall from 6.30 till very probably late. Still very probably late. Yeah, as long as we are allowed to stay in there this time. So it's, <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll be good. I think it's what we need. We haven't had a chance. Obviously, we've had 18 months apart with very few opportunities to get together and do something like this. And, and now we can all get in there and have a few drinks and enjoy ourselves, hopefully, and, and get to know each other again. And, you know, it does feel like we've been away from each other for a long time. So I think this could be a real good opportunity for us to... Uh, to readdress the the drinking trousers, definitely. I'm gutted I can't be there. If I'm honest, but I'm sure uh, I'm sure you'll be able to have What's a your few... excuse, Tom. Pardon? What's my excuse? I've actually got tickets to Oktoberfest in uh, Beeston tonight, and I've gone full lederhosen. So, oh my god! I know. I will send you pictures. I may look like yeah. I don't want to say what I'll look like. It will not be pretty. Can you uh, keep the lederhosen? And then give them to Lockie, and then he would generally look like the fat German kid out of The Simpsons. Oh my god! And mate, he actually still has my jeans, so he got my ladies and for his for my jeans back. That'd be amazing. Oh, we have to do that for every social we have. <laughs> Can we uh, get him in the lederhosen hosen and walking out last game of the season holding Dougie's hand if he's playing like a little <laughs> like a little German mascot? Um, cool. This week, just briefly, if people are still uh, alive after Samuel Hall tonight, the club is open tomorrow. We've got one game, um, Newark can't field a team, supposedly. Um, so the, there's a mixed twos and threes squad against Derby tomorrow. It is predominantly threes, but there's only one or two that wanted to play. Um, and we needed some backup positions, but it should be a good game. Beer will be flowing, um, especially afterwards, because there's a few birthdays we need to catch up on as well this week. Um, so lots of beer flowing, but we've got some events where more beer will be flowing. But shall we talk to our first, well, our first guest, our only guest? Um, yes. Let's let's go on to talk to Ben. Um, we will pre-warn any listener that um, Tom and I were not expecting the stories that Ben told. No, because um, we thought he was a sweet little farmer boy. No, but, uh, yeah, enjoy. It went from boring to. Incredibly exciting within minutes. So, yeah. That's farmers. That is farmer life. Farming. <laughs> Enjoy. Cool. So, here we are. Ben Allen. Ben, how are you getting on? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm very well. Thanks to you. Yeah. Oh, it's nice to have an excited guest on last few weeks. Yeah, I'm well so. excited. It's been the highlight of my week, this. <laughs> <laughs> Chickens aren't laying there. So, no, uh, well. Only just. Only just. So for those who don't know Ben, Ben uh, is relatively new to the, the senior setup because he's been away at university. Uh, he is a high school boy come farmer. Um, and he actually made a first team debut against Newport Salop the other week. Um, but before we delve into them exciting topics, how did you get into rugby the first time? Uh, well, so I've played, I actually played for Pavia since I was about four and a half. So my mum and dad took me down with... Uh, Harry Kerr's, Harry Kerr, so that's Nikki Kerr's uh, son. And yeah, played ever since then, really. 
and then got going through the age groups with Pavs and then got into it at school where I went to Nottingham High School and then, yeah, developed through through the age groups with Pavias. So I've been a Pavias boy through and through, really. Uh, and then went to university, went to Farmer Uni where we learn about how many legs cows have and stuff and what noise tractors make, things like that. <laughs> uh, and then, so played a bit there and got stuck in and then, yeah, came back and unfortunately we got stopped because of COVID for 18 months. So was really excited to get back and finally got, got in the first team and then injured my bloody knee. So that was disappointing and it's been oh. a frustrating month ever since. Well, yeah, you've brought it up, so we weren't going to dwell on it now. But shall we? Uh, shall we might as well ask the question: How how did you not know you were quite badly injured? Well, I thought it was all right to be honest. I didn't even feel it happen. I was pretty psyched up for it uh, for the game, and then I just thought it was a knock, and then carried on, and then it swelled up after, and then I just still thought I'd been stamped on or whatever. So then I turned up to training and strapped it up, and had a training session, and it didn't feel too bad to be honest. And then I got. Got in with the physio and uh, Phil said, uh, you haven't just trained on that, have you? I was like, oh, no, I thought I just thought, you know, it was a bit of a knock. But yeah, it was turned out to be a, lig- a bit of ligament damage. So not really ideal, to be honest, on the first oh, the first outing. But there we are. If you were on a racehorse, we would have picked you down. Yeah, I know. I'd have been shot on sight straight yeah. away. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a long time ago, to be fair. Yeah, exactly, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've known Ben. I've known Ben when he was in his younger years. He would have just been deemed to be a lame horse anyway. But, yeah, that's it. Yeah, on uh, on that night where you trained, having torn your PCL, we also did a pretty brutal fitness session, which Ben did at epic speed, and <laughs> then went to the physio afterwards. Yeah, Kim doesn't take lightly to people training on obvious injuries. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't think it was that bad, but. To be fair, I've been for a scan and it's not actually a torn PCL. It's just a bit of ligament damage and cartilage damage. So hopefully uh, six weeks will be good. So, so yeah, just get starting back to get some proper movement on it now. So hopefully we'll be back soon. <laughs> Before the injury, Phil, you might be in a better place to comment than Ben on this. How was Ben actually getting on? In, 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 the, in the game or in the team as a... Well, no, in well, in both. I mean, I've trained with Ben. I, I have played with Ben with once or twice, I think, through the years. But against Newport, against Newport, Ben came off the bench and was absolutely immense. Um, yeah, thanks, Phil. Ben's tackling is oh um, special. I mean, the technique is non-existent. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Peter Crouch equivalent of uh, rugby. Exactly, and, and not a dissimilar shape. No, yeah. Um, <laughs> Trouble is, I've been so used to getting run over over the, uh, over the years that I just have to go low. <laughs> yeah, it made a massive impact for us against Newport. Um, you know, he's young, which is not something we boast a lot of in our team. As well, so someone come through and and put the effort in, and you know, the only thing that holds Ben back maybe a little bit. For him himself, is is you know he he's got a pretty um, tough job which takes up a lot of his time, but he seems to be able to find a balance nowadays, and um, hopefully he can build on what he's started at the beginning of the year after he's had a few weeks off. Yeah, I say hopefully so. We're, now we're out of the harvest out of the way, it's uh, we've got a bit more time. So yeah, that's it. It's the only trouble though. That's what I find difficult is obviously everyone's done the pre season and all that and. 
we're out in the fields and it's uh, it's hard to come straight back into it. That's the trouble. But we, like you say, if it's a hobby and we I really enjoy it, so you've got to find time, haven't you? That's the thing. Yeah, definitely. Most people would beg for six weeks off coming up to Christmas when it's been pissing down with rain and start to get colder at night. But you're just you're itching to get back quite clearly. Um, so your work, I mean, harvest that pretty much hints hints to most people what you do for a job, obviously. And we've obviously mentioned you're a farmer, but what is it like nowadays being a farmer um, and also working with your dad? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I lost you then for a bit. What was that question? Fuck me. Good, because I didn't deliver it very well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, farming. Yeah, farming. farming. What, what you, do you want to know? What, you, you, what we do? You do look like a slightly anorexic Caleb. Um, yeah, that's the trouble. Well, I can put some food away, but it just doesn't seem to go. I don't know where it goes. That's yeah. the problem. Um, so, yeah, farming. So, we are, I don't know if you guys have heard of White Post Farm. Uh, so my, that's a, where the family, the, my granddad started farming and then my uncle set that up, opened it as a farm park in the eighties. Um, my mum ran the farm shop there. And then from that, as it got a little bit, a little bit bigger, um, we moved yards to opposite Wheelgate there. So basically farm there. We're on very sandy land. I'm not boy with the details, but it's good for growing carrots basically. Uh, so we, we grow quite a few carrots and supply in <coughs> Aldi mainly. And so that when we, you can't store carrots out the soil, which makes them quite difficult to grow because you literally have to harvest them as and when the, the supermarkets want them. Like normally a crop, you just harvest it all at once and put it all in the shed. With the carrots, they don't store out the ground. So you have to literally, the supermarkets will ring up and then you have to, you have to lift on when they want them, basically, which is always around Christmas normally normally when they want all the, all the carrots before christmas and new year and that sort of thing so always at the awkward times or when it's too wet for other farmers to go we're normally the cowboys that get to go and make a mess and uh next on radio four is how can yeah. life change <laughs> <laughs> fuck me i'm not gonna bore you with it <laughs> <laughs> that was the short version yeah, that was the short version. Because yeah. <laughs> when you said, I'm not going to bore you with it, I was like, oh, good. We're not going to have an Ollie Collingham conversation. About <laughs> <laughs> the trouble Jim. is, we're all, we all love it so much. We just can't stop. That's all we talk about anyway, so. Well, yeah. <laughs> true, true. Um, <laughs> so you turned up to training not long ago, pre-obviously knee injury, and yep. your feet was nearly floor to roof full of eggs. Yeah. How many chickens do you have? Oh, I've only 250 so at the moment. It's just a bit of a hobby. So, not too oh, many. Me. 250 not like, chickens? Yeah, so they lay about 100 and 200 eggs a day. So, I've got 1,200 eggs a week to fiddle about with. And I just sell them, <laughs> sell them locally. <laughs> oh, but sorry, my child is smart. You're fiddling around with 1,200 With chickens and eggs. <laughs> Do they need help sometimes? Yeah, you've got to give them a bit of stimulation or they just don't give back. See, that's trouble. <laughs> this might be slightly boring, but obviously most of us have watched Clarkson's Farm. How much do, yep. they, how much do you sell eggs for? Uh, well, I sell them direct to public, so I get a bit better price for them. So I sell them 250 for a dozen. Um, but if you, if you went on the wholesale price, you'd be paying 70 or 80p. 
the super the supermarkets have got the big hold on farmers, you see, because they, they haven't really got a choice. They've got the monopoly, haven't they? So they can pretty much set their own price. Now that goes for everything. Like we sell a ton of carrots, for example, for 60 quid. That's it. And then what what are Aldi selling them? For a pound for a a kilogram? So that's a thousand pounds revenue for them off a ton, and they're buying it off us for sixty pounds. That just puts it into perspective. That is mad, actually, isn't it? Because how yeah. much do you, I don't know if you've got the figures, but how much does it cost to grow carrots? Well, carrots carrots are fairly profitable because they're they're root crops um, and they're quite specialist. Um, but yeah, I don't, I wouldn't know for per ton. Um, but you know, there we are. It's like the supermarket's margin is crazy what they're, they're, they're what they pay the producers and i suppose there's obviously a lot of processes in between like your packing and all the logistics and that but the, the, what they're making at the other end is ridiculous compared yeah and final question for me are they uh, orange or purple Oh, they're orange ones, but we're always looking to diversify. So if you've got any, if you know any people growing purple carrots, we'll be, we're all ears. That's what people want nowadays. They want to go back to the old carrots, don't they? Yeah, they want all sorts, don't they? That's the trouble. Oh, I don't know. Phil, take us back to rugby, mate. Go on. <laughs> um, so did you, uh, <coughs> did you have any sort of rugby idol when you were growing up or were you just a, a keen amateur enthusiast? Oh, yeah, definitely just an amateur enthusiast, really, to be honest. My problem has always been just being lanky and having no size on me, really, the whole time, uh, which has been my bit of a fallback. I played for County when I was like under 15 level, uh, which was good fun. We uh, we played, Dar- uh, lost to Derby and beat uh, Leicester. Uh, so we came second in that, which was which was a good experience. But I had NLD trials as well, but didn't, didn't get in there. But yeah, as I said, just been been a lanky bugger. That's the trouble with no size. But there we are. We can't have it all, can we? What have you got? Uh, well, <laughs> good question. I'm not boy with the details. <laughs> <laughs> Sit back, ladies and gents. We'll, uh, we'll get through. Um, one thing uh, that we we are quite good at at Pavias is socialising after a. a, a a, a training well, a game and a training session um you had your first experience of pavia's quiz this year didn't you yeah i did yeah i thought how did that how did quiz, that go down for you well it went pretty well to be honest i thought well i heard the quiz was going on so i thought yeah i'll give this a shot not the brainiest but i thought oh it's a good bit of crack isn't it uh so i was i don't know what i was doing i think i went back to my car to get some cash um and everyone had sort of got the little tables and got the rounds in so i was going to get a beer so i thought well my dad's always taught me it's important to ask people if they'd like a drink or if you want to go in a round so i just muttered under my breath would anyone like a drink and i think the whole room put their hand up (laughs) it was so it was the best round call ever because we all had a full pint as well. Yeah. And it was so I think I ended amazing. up buying about 18 pints. So I looked in my hand and thought, well, I better go back and get some more cash then. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, was pre, that was pre the membership cards coming out as well. Christ. That's it. So, <laughs> so yeah, that was a good evening. I had to really push my chickens to lay a few more eggs that night to get some money back. Came back fondling with chips. Yeah, that's it. It was one of the best things ever. It was just the way it went. Does anybody want a beer? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know when I'm you say something and you immediately regret it? <laughs> like, oh, God. 
Wasn't that I think the following th- week? I think the following week I came and picked you up, didn't I, Ben? So that you could. Yeah. So everyone bought everyone bought one back. To be fair, I think I, I did all right. I think I had five or six, so that was good enough for me. <laughs> to be fair, plenty. You, you've got a few weeks left in you of not having to buy a drink. Yeah, exactly. So we're all good. I can save up then. Was that the Was that the quiz we had? Caramel and cornflake tarts turn up as well. That was it. Yeah, that was it. That was a good was one. We had, we had a feast. Free beer and. School dinner puddings. Fuck me. Yeah. I can't cool imagine anything better. I'm in you heaven. You, you cannot lose. <laughs> Literally, in that situation, I, I, I didn't. I couldn't lose. Yeah. Didn't lose. <laughs> <Best>. on the quiz. <laughs> I've never won the quiz. <laughs> Even when I joined Nathan and Guru and Nye, <laughs> still don't win the quiz. Never. Uh, never. Never going to win. Um, Phil, I've not heard any calls for this feature to... To return, there just wouldn't be any. There wouldn't be any calls for it. If anything, I think people are glad they've not seen your package recently. But would you like to get it out for Ben Allen? I shall. There we go. Right. Uh, I've written these down because I can't be bothered to do it on the email. So, Ben, I think you know the drill. It's a quick fire answer round. Right. Yeah, you know for your speed and your quick wit. Your, your yeah, fan said that you didn't know what was going on. <laughs> so you're very glad to explain that, didn't you? That's <laughs> it, yeah. An avid listener of the pod on. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start off easy. Red or green? Red. Smith or Whitehead? Oh, Whitehead. That's that's an inside joke for anyone who went to Nottingham High School there. Uh, favourite tractor brand? Fent. Ooh. That, that was your quickest answer. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> what would you change about yourself? Oh, not being specky. So annoying. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> So annoying. Why is it so annoying? Half of my wages goes on repairing bloody glasses because I'm always breaking them. They're no, taped up now. No contact lenses? Can... Oh, they are as well. God, you They're, look yeah. so different without glasses. I know people say I look like a naked mole rat without them. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Proper. You really do. Oh, my God, don't do that. Scary, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> oh, <right>, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, lovely quick fire rounds. Um, last time you wet yourself? Oh, uh, uni, two years ago. Oh, okay. Um, Favourite drink? Stella. Oh, oh. that's... Oh, that's always in a bottle. We love it. Friend of Gets us uh, through the week. <laughs> and finally, John T or Jim? Oh, that's a hard one. Oh, uh, John T. <gasps> you are wow. Then you are forward. Wow. <clears throat> Just because he's my neighbour. What position do you? Yeah, that's true. He does live yeah, across the road. My neighbor. That's true. That's true. You don't was, want the foxes. No, we don't want any. We don't want any wild fireworks on the way over here or anything. Oh, I know what them greens are like. Yeah, they are naughty. <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> so, 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 
So one question I have, which I'm glad Phil didn't cover, I'd like to know, and I'd like you to compare your best. Uh, have you done Young Farmers stuff? Yeah, we've done a fair bit with uni, yeah. Okay, but yeah, uh, have you done any of the Young Farmers, like drinkies, drinky poos? And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd like to know your best story from that, your best rugby out night out story, and then compare the two, and I want to know the best. Okay. Oh. Okay, so I'll start. I'll start with the the rugby story. So at uni, we Notts Trent twos were in our league. So we it was the last game of the season. So we were and we were away at Nottingham Trent, and so all the lads were travelling over here. So I said, I spoke to our parents, and we they said I could have a few people over. So I said to them, Oh well, may as well we'll play Notts and then come back to mine. Then we'll go on a pub call back into town and go on a night out in Nottingham. It's on a Wednesday, obviously. Uh, and so, <laughs> so we, it was a pretty eventful night. Uh, <clears throat> so we played Nottingham Trent, beat them, which was, which was mint, came back to mine. And on the pub call, before it even started, my mate got hit by a bus. <laughs> uh, before we were even in the pub, it was waiting on the side of the road and, this bus just pulled up. He was on the pavement and it like came up the curb a bit and the wing mirror just smacked him straight around the head. Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is only in Woodborough. This was like, nothing goes on in this village. It's a little village. And it just got hit by a bus. So we were like, yeah, it, oh yeah, it was in the it was in the parish council mail and everything. <laughs> so then we, so we get ourselves into Nottingham, end up in Beer Keller on the student night which was unreal, good, decent night. Um, we were all in these Hawaiian shirts. My mate did like a belly slide and got thrown out. Um, so we didn't see him for a while. Oh he, oh, he got in a scrap with the Nottingham rugby lads who we'd just had a good beer with at the club before and he decided to throttle one of them. Uh, so he got, he got floored pretty quick, then got thrown out. Then he paid a homeless man 40 quid for his shirt and his hat. And so then he come and he got back in, but he just stank of piss. So, <laughs> that, that is that is fucking amazing. That is and one of the best things I've heard. And we, we were saying to him, "Why didn't you just give him a tenner or something?" But he gave him all his money he had in his wallet, forty quid uh, for this for this grey piss stained top and a little beanie. And so and so anyway, so we get we finished the night out. Get back home. My mate runs straight straight back to mine, but we were all with him at the top of the lane, and it's like a mile walk. So we were like all all around, and we realise he's not there. So then we immediately think he's walked the wrong way and got lost. So we all send a search party out for him. There's about ten of us just wandering around fields looking for him at three in the morning. Then it turns out he was back in at mine just to sleep. And then in the morning we were a man missing. And I've got this voicemail, voice note message from a. Oh no, he's gone. And it's just a voicemail message from my mate saying, "Hi Ben, it's Rory. Can you help me, please? I'm stuck in Nottingham on my own, and I don't know where I am. Thanks. And I've got no battery. I don't know what your address is. Thanks. Bye bye." <laughs> and uh, that was it. And yeah, it turns out he got left in Nottingham and couldn't find his way home. So he stayed with the church people. You know, the church people would come around handing water out. 
yeah. So he stayed with them all night till he could find a charging port and charge his phone, and then he came back in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so that was good fun. I like, I uh, like the, my, my favorite part of that story is that I'm paying 40 quid to a homeless man for some new fucking stash. From, from, yeah, literally. And he just stank. You would not believe. But it was the best moment when he got thrown out. So we thought it was all, we were all waiting for him. And then he just comes in absolutely buzzing with a bloody hat and a pristine stop on. So yeah, that was funny. Amazing. And, and then Young Farmers probably was a hunt ball a couple of years ago. So <clears throat> I was at, this is a funny story, actually. So my neighbours, not not John T's side, but the other side. Um, <laughs> I was at this hunt ball, and a couple of years before, I'd seen the two girls who were the same age as me, and uh, I'd had a few beers, and they came in. We were in a barn, like there was it was nothing like we weren't anywhere fancy. And I said to him, "Oh, how are you doing? All right." Didn't realise you let the riff off in, like having a bit of banter. They both laughed it off. I had a few beers. Yeah, I was trying. To, yeah, I was trying to give it. I was trying to give it the big one. Anyway, so at the hunt ball a couple of years ago, um, <laughs> see, I see their brother. So he's like the, the neighbour, and he's just staring at me in the smoking area like this. And I was like, "You're right." And he was like, "You called my family peasants." I was like, "Pardon?" He's like, "Oh, you, you called my family peasants." He's like, "Watch out, mate." He's like, me and my mates are going to glass you. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. So I spent the whole night uh, wandering around there trying not to get glassed. Uh, <laughs> so, with him following me around saying, watch out, mate. Just watch out. Watch out. So, uh, yeah, that was good fun. Uh, and then on the taxi on the way home, uh, we just got left. Left to walk. I was uh, in a bit of a sorry state. So I kept having to stop the taxi to be sick. Uh, and then he one time he just got sick of it and drove off and we were about five miles away from home something like that so we had a bit of a bit of a sorry wander all the way back home uh, so yeah uh, but it was a good night while I was there while I was avoiding being glassed apart, but apart from that it was good fun I, I so there we are that was a and I'd, I'd say that overall that Nottingham night out at uni was hard to beat because it was like the last the last hurrah for the for the rugby club at uni when we were all leaving, uh, and it was just a mint way to end. And just so funny, just the amount of things that happened in one night. Uh, it was it was uh, it was hilarious. So so really enjoyed that. I feel like I've gone on a fucking roller coaster there. Phil. I don't know about you, mate. I was blokes getting it by buses, people paying uh, homeless men for some stash and. Then getting glassed by a, a peasant. So, so just going back to your your neighbour who's threatening to glass you. Yeah, has that has that been been ironed out or are you? Oh no, 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 absolutely not. No, I, I saw him at the pub the other week, uh, like a year ago, and yeah, or two, well before COVID still, and yeah, he wouldn't talk to me. But I definitely just didn't call his family peasants. I wouldn't do that. We're in a shed. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a shed. <laughs> yeah, we were literally in a shed. I wouldn't go and say, oh, you're a peasant. <laughs> They've completely got the wrong end of the stick there, but there we are. It's one of them, isn't it? Amazing. It's a good job we don't have to see him all the time. Just try well, to avoid him. At least your neighbours aren't like our neighbours where they literally hop over the uh, <laughs> the driveway and you're there. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a couple of uh, greenies in the middle. Um, yeah, that's it. Phil, do you have anything to ask Ben before we let him go? Because I'm sure you've got an early morning at some point. 
Well, yeah, got some head cutting to do in the morning. So, yeah, it's all good fun. Such a farmer. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't have any more questions. I think Ben's uh, provided um, a real colourful background to himself there. <laughs> you're, you're literally the most excitable guest we've ever had on. <laughs> oh, that's good. It's taken us nearly 60 episodes to find someone who's actually oh, well, it's good to being, being with us. I'm privileged. <laughs> yeah, we know that. You we know you're the yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah, you are the most privileged and you just live next to peasants. So <laughs> God, there is no there's not a greater definition than white privilege for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> white. <laughs> very, very. Yeah. Um well in that case, Ben, thanks for coming on, mate. It's been a pleasure to chat to you. Hopefully we'll uh, <laughs> see you back out on the pitch sooner rather than later yeah no problem thanks for thanks for having me and yeah hopefully we'll see you soon yeah sound thank you very much see you later Cheers. see you see you later Bye. so that was ben uh interesting bloke actually a bit odd yeah oh very odd um yeah. i knew that uh i've known him since he was uh even skinnier than he is now when he was at school um and he's always been a lovely lad. Everyone loves him. Uh, I think the the first quiz incident only integrated him faster into the club. Oh, 100%. Uh, and yeah, he's, he's a bit of a revelation. He's got no fear uh, and apparently no pain-like limit. No, he, I mean, it's, it's only a, a slight tear or whatever he said. But he's ridiculous. How can you play, train? Didn't he train twice or did he train and then see? No, it was Tuesday night. So he trained once, but he'd also done a full two days farming. That's right. Uh, and his knee was the size. Well, it was the size of my knee on his little matchstick. So Size of an adult knee. Yeah, yeah a big boy's knee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. But definitely a good interview. The, I do apologise about the carrot question, which led to five minutes of boring shit. But you'll know now. I know now. Well, if I know you're shopping that. Aldi, that's a uh, That's true. I will have to listen back if I want to remember what he said. Um, but no, good good lad, good lad. So we've got some decent events coming up. Um, I say like that's a shock. Most of our events are decent. We're starting this Sunday. Uh, former Pavs and now Scottish scrum half Jenny Maxwell was at the club for a ladies' session, which would be good. Um, you remember her, you said. I obviously wasn't around at the club when, when she was no, I don't remember her. I, I don't think we've ever met, but I, I know her from seeing her play and also her shirts up in the clubhouse. That's how you know her. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. So if you are a lady or a girl and she's doing some scrum off sessions up at the club from about one o'clock, I think, on Sunday. Um, so that'd be good. Uh you, I might as well pass over to an Eggleshaw to talk about the Halloween party. Yeah, uh, the uh, Eggleshaw Halloween party uh, is on the 30th of September. Oh, no, not of September, of October. 30th okay. of October, I'll repeat that. Um, tickets are selling. It's, it sounds like it's a great event. The money, I think it's about £4.50, and that covers kids' food, kids' treats, all the fun and games. Hannah will be doing one of her, one of her classes for two hours so your kids will be knackered by the end of it um slightly high on sugar but you know they'll they'll soon have a bit of a sugar coma um yeah but your tickets um to do so 
you need to get hold of Hannah Eggleshaw or Joy Eggleshaw, um, and we will put those contact details down below. But we probably won't. So what you need to do is go on the website and find them out. The website, yeah, because I always forget. Yeah. Even though this will be going out in approximately an hour and a half, I will still forget to put the contact details on. <laughs> but there we go. It's absolutely fine. Um, so that'd be good. It gives you a good opportunity to leave the kids away for somewhere for a couple of hours on Sunday. Um, then Saturday. So Saturday. But yeah. It's a Saturday uh, on the Saturday. Uh, then the following weekend, from the Friday to the Sunday, we have a the Pabs Beer Festival, which is going to be boozy. Um, I don't know about the squads for Saturday and Sunday. I imagine they'll be pretty normal, but there are some uh, some old boys coming back. By old boys, I mean kind of like below 40. I don't mean Guru's putting his boots on for Friday night. Um, a certain head coach did say he was thinking about having a run out on Friday night if he could get it past uh, get it past the wife. So we'll have to see about that, but it looks like we're going to have a good game. It won't happen. It looks like we're going to have a good game um, on the Friday night, but there is a hell of a lot of beer coming. Uh, some decent food and some cracking banter, one imagines. We can guarantee the first two. We can. Um, and some good rugby. Uh, have we have we got anything else to talk about? We had a lot of parish notes there. Oh, Christmas. Oh, yeah. Keep your eye out for Christmas. It's coming. Yeah. Christmas is coming, 10th of December. Keep your date free. Um, Christmas isn't the 10th of December, by the way. That, no, that, there's, there's an event on the 20th of December. Event, that's very true. There's an event and there's also a seniors only event, which is coming up. Um, the week, week after, I think. week after, 18th. 17th, 18th. Um, yeah. So after the Dudley game. But anyway, Phil, I think we're done. Do you have any wise words for us this week? You know what? Um, I do. I do. So I was thinking about this the other day, um, making dinner, lovely Hello Fresh, Chipotle. Uh, oh, they don't sponsor us. Come on, leave it out. Sorry. They can, though, if they would like to. If you would like to. Um, Chipotle uh, quesadillas. Ooh. Right. Yeah. So my uh, words of wisdom are. Don't mix a pot of chipotle into, you know, whatever, you, chicken or whatever, and then rub your eye. Oh, you didn't. I did. Mate, that is a that is a wounder. I have a very similar story about making chilli vodka with my father. Mm. Well, we misread it as three weeks as opposed to leave the chilies in the vodka for three days. So when we had this chilli vodka, it was fucking spicy, but it got <laughs> onto dad's hands. He was pissed. Went for a toilet. Oh, yeah, come back. But it wasn't one of those instant ones. You know, when someone's drunk and they suddenly realise they're in pain, sat there and you could just see the colour light, just, his face just turned red, and then he realised what he'd done. Um, there might have been a frozen pee on the bollock, I don't know, but, yeah, stingy willy. Um, so don't do that. That's good wise words, that, Phil. Quite surprised you. you had some good ones there. Eh? I thought you were going to struggle. But, yeah, well, that, that, I could probably take a lot of heed from stupid things I do during the week and just put them in there. So maybe I'll do that for now. Maybe it's a good choice. All right, then, mate. Well, uh, we'll catch up later. Bye.